So I am uh, now using massive headphones <laughs> because last time you could hear you in my headphones in my into my microphone, that, causing an echo. That is true. I do recall that, that happening while I was listening back to the podcast. And that was terrible. <laughs> It was mostly terrible because it was my fault. I was hoping it was your fault. No, I know. No. I could tell when you texted me about it that you were you were really banking on it being my fault. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and also, there's a baby in the room with me. That's okay. My I, cat just I bumped the microphone. Think, so okay. <laughs> I think it's my baby. Uh, oh yeah. I hope so. Let's, I hope so. Yeah. Let's cross our fingers on that one because uh, we don't really want. Any uh, kidnapped baby situations going on in the middle of the podcast? I know this is a this is a, an appropriate it's a thematic uh, situ- situation <laughs> for the movie we are talking about. Yes, um, uh. should we do the uh, intro theme song real quick? Oh yeah, intro theme. Do it. Do Movie. Movie. Oh, that was good. Yes, and so we haven't been introducing ourselves. So let's just real quick. Oh, I'm Jake. Have people been complaining? No, not at all. Anybody who finds the podcast knows who we are, but I think we should start introducing ourselves. It seems like a podcasty thing to do. So you're who? You're who? I'm Jake. I'm sorry. I thought I was doing a different podcast. I have to go. Okay. No, I am Craig. And we like movies. And and we like movies. Today we're going to talk about a weird one. Oh boy! What a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Had you heard of this movie before I mentioned it? I had not heard of it until right. you mentioned it. That's why. That's a, one reason I love this podcast. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have watched uh, Mother. Right. Probably wouldn't have watched it. I'm glad I saw it. Are you? I, I, yes. Okay. I'm not glad. I'm not. I, I always love watching movies, even if I hate them. <laughs> um, and I love having the knowledge of Mother in my head. I, li- I like that. Yeah, you're a better uh, person for it. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if that's true, but in this movie, I never, I probably never would have watched it if uh, it wasn't for this podcast. Well, so let's give a little background on it. Uh, I mm-hmm. did this synopsis last time. Do you want to do the synopsis this time? Sure. Uh, you're better at them than me, though, I think, but I'll do, I'll go ahead okay. and do it. Oh, non-spoilers um, to start. Non-spoiler synopsis. Okay, so this is a movie about, uh, this, it stars Vince Vaughn. And a role like you've never seen him before. Uh, and he gets wrapped up in in crime and uh, has to go to jail. And then there... Or is that too spoilery? Was that too no, no, spoilery? No, no, no. I think that's... I guess... That's not, that's, I don't think that's too spoilery at all. I guess all. that's like in the title. Bra- brawl and Cell Block 99. Yeah. 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 And uh, there's a... Uh, I don't want to spoil things. He has to do things very violently to get what he wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so He's, he's uh, caught in a, a very bad situation, and it, it leads to lots of horrible violence. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's... Um, so basically, it would be like, you, you know, it's a prison movie, but like, I would never... I'm not a prison movie guy, you know? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really call this a prison movie. I would call this a cell, a brawl in cell block ninety nine movie, because it's yeah. really its it own its, thing. It uh, is itself. It is very much kind of in the exploitation vein of prison movies. You know, like it feels like an exploitation movie, updated 
but like done better and kind of classier. Yeah, um, it, <laughs> I, it said like uh, I think the the Rotten Tomatoes synopsis said something about it being like Grindhouse style, but I it seems Grindhouse usually has elements of fun with it. I mean, I guess you could say <laughs> I guess you could say this is fun. But uh, this is more. This is more hor- horribly disturbing, and in done in a kind of realistic or in a very realistic way, in, at times, and uh, it's really unsettling. <laughs> it's really, really yeah, yeah. unsettling. It's uh, very unsettling. But I, I would also say that it's not like that's not its only selling point. Um, is so mm-hmm. this isn't only for people who love like brutally violent, unsettling movies. Although it is for those people. Yes. Um, because the guy who wrote and directed it, S. Craig Zoller, mm-hmm. he, his style is unto kind of itself. Like you, while you're watching the movie, like you get into these scenes that you've seen a thousand times, but nothing happens the way that it happens in the other movies. I would say it happens uh, a much more uh, a minimal dialogue, very deliberate, slow pace. Uh, um that just sort of lets you feel the 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 atmosphere of the room that you're in and the 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 kind of lets lets you sit and ponder the things that are happening cuz it's not happening very fast. Yeah, you know? but it also doesn't but it's not like it's not it's not dull. It doesn't like the mm. slow pace doesn't make it feel dull or plodding in any way. No, like, it's cuz it's filled with tension. It's filled with it, tension. It is filled yeah. with tension, but it's also filled yeah. with like real human moments. Like from yeah. time to time, you you just you're experiencing something, and like okay, like not super spoilery. Like a guy gets fired, he has to go clean out his locker, mm-hmm. and that exchange, the way it's portrayed here, I've never seen in a movie. Yeah, like a guy finds out something about his wife and their life together, and the scene that you think you're about to see does not play out at all the way you think it's gonna play. No, out. no. And so, it's... like, I think the way that he approaches cinema is from is in the way that I feel like you and I kind of watch cinema. Like we've seen all of these things a thousand Mm -hmm. times, these kinds of scenarios and scenes, but he does it in such a way as to make it feel fresh. And, and he always is like slightly pulling the rug out from you. He doesn't knock you down on your ass, no. but like he's tugging on the rug. So you always have to try and like, Whoa, how I got to keep my balance here. What's going on now? I think part, partly I wouldn't say it's necessarily just, um, new and fresh uh that might uh, it's all it also feels like more realistic like it feels more to me like uh, most of the scenarios are like yeah that's actually probably how it would play out more likely than exactly like like, a typical hollywood movie but yeah it's like this is like real but also super super involving like i'm involved as soon as he like Mm -hmm. gets gets down into every situation it's like well like given S. Craig Zoller is building trust with every single scene of the movie. Like, because every, every scene is a setup, and the, and the knockdown is something... I've never seen it go that way before. So it's like I'm seeing a world that looks like my world in a way that mm-hmm. I've never seen it before. And it's, that's mm-hmm. a very confusing way to put it. But, like, <laughs> it, was, it, it engaged me the whole time, the, the way that he tells these stories. Yeah, and uh, I, w- I would say stylistically, like, technically, stylistically... Um, very minimal, very like a lot of wide shots, like very, mm-hmm. very, very few. I don't even know if there are any like extreme like close-ups on faces in the entire movie. It's like it's most it's like mm. mo- almost always like full body shots of uh, of the characters or like like below waist up 
to, uh, like yeah. you're always kind of at a distance from the characters in that way. Um, yeah, he does play it in a lot of twos and threes. Like he wants to he wants to show you people in their environment next to the other people. Like mm-hmm. not a, not a ton of singles, mm-hmm. um, but when they do come, like they're used for for effect. Oh like, yeah. Would you recommend this movie? Let's get to let's get into spoilers. So like mm-hmm. just let's let's cu- cut off the no spoiler section. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you recommend it? Uh, I would recommend it with a warning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's every movie. Uh, no, I think I'd recommend Blade. No, Blade Runner is, I would say, is a little slow, but <laughs> but I wouldn't necessarily call it a warning. I would say it's good. The Last Jedi, I would say, I would absolutely recommend that to anyone. Um, okay, but this one, <laughs> just the last few. This one, well, with Mother, I I wouldn't recommend, but but uh, this I would recommend, but with a stern warning, because it's got some, it's got some cringy violent moments like uh really really hard to watch and if you're not and there are people who will not will would not like to see that so uh i would i would say if you are one of those people don't watch this Um, yeah i I, this movie does not shy away from the violence that mm -hmm. is absolutely true and it will if you're looking for something to really viscerally engage you in that kind of like 80s action Mm -hmm. movie way where like somebody's gonna go like really get their arm broken on camera in a really oh kind of way i gasped i gasped at that moment i i did i like it was one of those things where like i actually my shoulders rose yeah i I looked away from the screen i was like oh (laughs) like i don't know if i actually (laughs) screamed but i I think i was more like a mouth open mouth agape like 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 looking away from the screen so I think I think uh, if you're if you're looking for that kind of experience, this is a good movie for you. Oh yeah, it is long. It's also long. It's two. It's over. It's like two hours. Yeah, almost two hours exactly. But I would say though, like describing it in that way is also kind of misleading because it's not action packed necessarily. There's mo like the, no. towards the end it is, but but there it's a, it's actually pretty slow. It's like it's kind of yeah, slow paced yeah. movie. But when the action happens, it's hoo boy, hoo boy, right. But it's not like, unlike a lot of action movies, you're not sitting through the scenes that aren't action being like, when's the next action set pace? Mm-hmm. You're just, you, well, I like, was kinda, this time you're actually, I was kind you? of No, no, I was sitting through it. I was sitting through and being like, oh my God, when is he going to explode in violence? Like I keep waiting because <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of tension. It's a lot of like, yeah. this guy, this guy seems like there's a lot going on under the surface and yeah. I, I'm waiting for him to explode. Uh, yeah. So so there you go. So if you're looking for that, we would recommend it. That is the end of the non-spoiler section mm-hmm. of this episode of Movied. Mm-hmm. And now let's get into some spoilers. Super spoilers. Okay. I don't know what it is about some of the movies that we've been choosing, but it is very referencing like fatherhood, pregnancy, <laughs> and potential harm to babies. That's true. Actually, all <laughs> of them have except The Last Jedi so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's like, you know, that's a very human plot. Every, everyone <laughs> was a baby. So, and everyone, you know, has or had a father. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. But that's so, so straight down into the, the thick of it. This guy, S. Craig Zoller, he, mm-hmm. he, the writer director, he had a movie before this called Bone Tomahawk. Did you see Bone Tomahawk? No, but I, I, I had heard of it, 
and then I watched the trailer today, and I'm now I'm, I'm I want to see it after watching this for sure, but I'm also kind of scared to see it. <laughs> well, yeah, no. See, here's the thing too about him is that so he's gonna take something that looks like a meat and potatoes version of a genre film that you've seen before, like Bone Tomahawk is a western. It's a straight up mm-hmm. western. It takes place in the old west. There's just the town, and this thing happens, and a bunch of guys got to go ride off to try and deal with the thing you know mm-hmm. it's like a western yeah i was like i don't care i've i've seen westerns i'm done with westerns unless yeah. quentin tarantino's directing it i don't want to watch another western okay all right all right i didn't really i didn't really like uh we we should do a hateful eight because i have okay i have, I would I have do, feelings about that i would do a hateful uh, eight with you no yeah. problem um yeah. but <laughs> the the in this case like i heard enough about it from like horror people where they were like, Bone Tomahawk, this is the thing. Check yeah. out Bone Tomahawk from like the horror community and like the hardcore film community. Yeah. Um, like just like filmmakers and stuff that I follow on Twitter were like, Bone Tomahawk, awesome. Yeah. That's how they all sound on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have the audio Twitter. You, f- you do that, right? Yeah. Like, Bone Tomahawk is awesome. Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag awesome or whatever I don't not know. my president not yeah. my president so, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so like that's every mm-hmm. everything you tweet about you end with that mm-hmm. but um, but yeah. the so bone tomahawk like starts with that same way like it's these series of scenes and setups that you've seen before in other movies but it's just a little more engaging and mm-hmm. it's slightly different than you've seen before so you're like these characters i really like them and and these things are happening. And mm-hmm. so when he does it again in Brawl and Cell Block 99, I was like, yeah, this guy, this is this guy. I'm really yeah. excited to watch everything he, he does. He has a very, he has a very deliberate, unique style of his own, all of his own right now, yeah. it seems like. It's like, uh, so let's get right in, let's get right into the beginning here. So um, Vince Vaughn gets fired. What, yeah, he what, gets fired from his. Actually, when the, from the very beginning, the very beginning, of the, I we we actually have this the the brightness of our TV turned down because we're watching stuff with all the lights off. We don't want it to be too harsh for the baby. So yeah, I had to turn the brightness all the way up because this <laughs> yeah. this it was really dark and really contrasty, really shadowy, like. Yeah. Even in the daylight, yeah. in the scenes during the day, like like he's in the car and it's like mostly shadow as he's driving. Yeah. Um, and then he gets out and he's got the big tattoo on the back of his head. Vince Vaughn, shaved head, but big tattoo, back of his head. Yeah, big cut cross. Yeah, and immediately I'm like, oh, this guy is going to kill people. <laughs> like, like, oh no, when's this going to happen? And then, and then, yeah, there's something about someone with a big crucifix yeah. on the back of their bald head that makes you think they have. And he's very tendencies. quiet and very like his intense eyes, and I'm just waiting for him to explode. And that immediately just added. Oh, there's the baby crying. Added like all the the tension. He gets fired, and I'm like, oh, here it is. Even here it is. He's gonna explode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, even that moment, yeah. like even that moment when when he gets fired, his boss is like, "I'm really sorry, man. I don't remember his character's name, but he's like, "I'm really sorry." And he's like, "Times are hard." And Vince Vaughn's like, "I'm not really worried about the economy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I'm like, "Oh God, passive aggressive." Uh oh. Yeah. And then I'm waiting for him to explode. Waiting for him to explode. Goes to goes home. Sees that his wife is getting ready to go cheat on him. <laughs> and, yep, exactly. And, exactly what he sees. Yeah, and. And then I'm like, oh, now he's going to murder his wife. Okay. Yeah, I thought I was positive. I was like, this is it, wife murder happening right now. Yeah. But no, he tells her to go inside, which I think, okay, he's going to murder her later. 
And yeah, then she's he, sitting in the car. She's sitting in her yeah. car getting ready to go out. Yeah. And then he destroys the car he with does. his fist. She goes inside. Uh, what did you make what did you make of that? I thought it was awesome. I thought it was um uh like it was the way that he did it was so like deliberate and like he like like methodical the way that yeah. he destroyed that car which says everything about the guy like he's just he's angry he's filled with rage his life is not going well <laughs> and 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 but he knows himself enough that he he tells his wife to go inside and then he just takes the rage and places it on the car and, and then, but it was such a it was such a specific manner of like taking it out on the car too which i thought was really interesting and yeah. it made me wonder if like because first he like smashes the window with his fist mm-hmm. and then he like reaches over and grabs off a windshield wiper and then breaks a headlight with his fist and pulls the bulb out yeah like, i loved that i loved that <laughs> that was that to me was like the most methodical thing it was like i gotta get this bulb I gotta get okay got it it made me yeah. wonder if he was destroying things that he had replaced on the car for her yeah, that's possible. That's possible. And the rearview mirror, and then he finally rips the hood off because he did work at some kind of car place, like a mechanics bay yeah. or a towing company, something along those lines. Yeah. And either way, whether he was destroying, targeted, whether he was targeting things that he had replaced for her or, her or not, it was a fantastic use of his exploding rage. Oh yeah, I loved it. And then I'm like, okay, good. Maybe he won't murder his wife. Yeah, uh, but I thought like he's like we've clearly seen how he will beat through a window until he cracks it with his bare hand. Yeah, like maybe he still is angry enough to go murder his wife. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like right now, I feel like I feel like just recapping this entire movie the way what we are doing because I remember it so well. Like I, f- yeah. I feel like it sticks because everything is told in such a slow, methodical way. You have time to think about every single thing that happens. But here's and, the oh god it's so it's so interesting because he goes into the house so we kind yeah. of are going to do that a little bit because he goes <laughs> yeah. directly from there into his house he sits on the couch mm-hmm. asks her to sit down she sits on the edge of the chair so she can see like this bubbling like <laughs> volcanic rage inside of him yeah and and he basically asks her how long is it over is it serious and they just kind of get to talking about the problems of their relationship yeah. where they went wrong and why again very methodical it's all like okay we just have to talk about what what happened and then i loved his um his uh sort of metaphor for his life with the creamers in in the gas station absolutely yeah where... like eventually like so there's three creamers lined up you go ahead you do it <laughs> oh he goes whenever i go into this gas station there's I, and I want to get creamer for my coffee. There's three creamers, and the labels are always faced away. And there's the I, it's like the skim two percent, and then full creamer or something. Yeah. Um, and when I go to grab it, I never grab the creamer first. I always grab the wrong one. And uh, and, and he's like, the law of probability dictates yeah, that eventually yeah. I should get the cream, the thing that I'm aiming for. He says well, I could go in a thousand times. And maybe I would it would even out, and maybe I'd have a, a run of a hundred times where I where I grab the right creamer, but I don't think so. <laughs> That's what yeah. he says. I don't think so because he's basically saying he just has bad luck. Yeah, he, he, it's just the way things go for him. Yeah, his life is crap. <laughs> he he just it's never gonna work out, and so he's like, you know what? I'm gonna move drugs for a guy. 
Yeah, we can move out of this. We can move out of this shithole mm-hmm. and try and have another baby because they had tried to have a baby and it didn't. And she had a miscarriage, and that mm-hmm. kind of was the beginning of their marital problems. Yep. Um, where they started moving away from each other, and he's like, "I'm gonna do this. We can get to a better life if you want to give the. If you want to still try and make this work." And he's mm-hmm. like, he does. She's like, she does. Mm-hmm. And then she goes in to hug him, and he like waves her off. He's like, I'm gonna need a little time. Yeah. And then and th- I thought that and, you was know, so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need a little time. Yeah. And then it. It's a, so that all plays out to me in a. Uh, a way that mo- movies don't normally play out, but also a way that could poss- would be more realistic. I would think. In, yeah. In mo- I, I think mean, so too. Some situations, the the guy would beat his wife. But in some situations... Yeah, I don't think I know those guys. I don't think I, yeah. I know those guys, but I think I know those guys exist. Yes. But I think most people would would want to talk about this. They'd want to, like, hash it out in this very, like, rational way. And most people aren't going to make these, these immediate decisions like, oh, you're out of my life. You did this, you're gone. <laughs> you know? They're going to try... They're going to probably try to make it work they've already tried to have a kid that that had a miscarriage and now they're trying to have an, they're in the middle of trying to have another kid um so they, they like we and the way the it, this all played out is so amazing like we i felt like i knew these people like i know yeah. everything that i needed to know but it doesn't it never felt like they were telling it to me in an exposition yeah. way it was exactly. all exactly it, it all just played out naturally but you learn what what everything is by that was so. That. That was, it's that's what's so beautiful about these things. Like they're little, they're little character bits that mm-hmm. feel organic and real, not forced in, and you're getting all this exposition without mm-hmm. it feeling like exposition. This, this, and, so that's the kind. Yeah, and it's all wide shots, very little editing, uh, and somehow not boring. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that, that's why I think that's why there's a lot. There's close-ups and and many takes and and cuts in in scenes like this and music and it's ever it's ways to make sure that it's not boring <laughs> but with this they have the confidence to just be like just let this play out on a wide we'll re- we'll <laughs> rely on your performances and the script basically yeah and it yeah. and and it totally works for him yeah so who does he go to who does he go to work for to sell drugs for there craig he goes to work for riley from buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her boyfriend, her college boyfriend in season four is uh, the drug kingpin yeah. under whom he's Vince a much, Vaughn works. Riley has gotten much more racist in, in this. Oh yes, in this, well, in this movie, yes. that it that is true. I always felt that about Riley and Buffy, anyway. Yeah. But I'll, see, a lesser movie would have in this. See, in this case, um, after that scene, it'd been like, oh, I'm going to go do drugs now, or no, I'm going <laughs> to deliver drugs now. Deliver um, drugs. <laughs> A lesser scene would have been like okay, or a lesser movie would have been like montage time, and then it would show like, like you know him going in the in the car with the drugs, going to the house, delivering the drugs, going to the other house, maybe getting in a gunfight or punching a guy out, going going to another house. <laughs> like it would show all the all the um, the situations where that he gets into, and his yeah. down downward slide as a drug delivery guy. Um, nope, not this movie. No, this movie. 18 months later, boom, and you're just in the middle of one of the deliveries. And, yeah, and uh, it goes fine. It goes fine. <laughs> and then he yeah, goes but, home but there to is his, a like, moment, his but there is a moment. There is a moment during the delivery where he where he gets a little frightened. Someone's coming after him, and he, like, stops and goes for his gun. But then, he, then, he, then nothing happens, basically. Yeah. 
but yeah, that so you but see that, that he's careful, moment you see was that much more that was much more intense than like if he would have just gotten into a fight i think it was yeah. just like oh he you can see the fear in his eyes it's like oh oh there's danger going on here you know yeah, but then he goes home to his new McMansion from the from the way that his life is going. They have a lovely, big, kind of house, and they uh, his wife's pregnant. And then mm-hmm. he takes her upstairs, and this is like this is all the building of this guy because he 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 carries his wife upstairs, mm-hmm. and they peek into what will be the nursery. He's got they've got the crib all set up in one corner, and he's like. Too much light in this room this time of day. We need some heavy shades in here for for the little girl. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. but like. <laughs> Like yeah. it's that kind of like he he's a, he's a he's a gonna do what he needs to do kind of guy, and mm-hmm. all that he wants is the wife that he loves and his new little baby girl. That's mm-hmm. what he wants. Yeah, and she seems to want that too. She also seems a little bored <laughs> being stuck at home. Yeah, but, sure. Yeah, but she seems to want that too. Uh, she got a little more. She she as soon as she gets less bored in this movie, I think she wishes to be bored again. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically this movie's very like it, 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 when he enters the house. That's a that's a long sequence of him just like walking up to the house, opening the door, entering the house, and yet it to me it was also tense because I didn't know that that was his house yet. I wasn't sure. Yeah. So, yeah. so the, way, the way it unspools keeps you totally involved. <laughs> yeah. And so eventually, like, eventually it all breaks down where one of the drug busts goes wrong, but not in a way that you would expect. Like, he has to partner with some guys to go get some drugs out of the ocean. He's got a boat. He goes out there. Mm-hmm. And then the guys are kind of like loose cannons. And, and that's where they, they go all Mr. Blonde and go yeah. running off with the drugs. That's a reference and, to Reservoir Dogs. A, That's true. A, a quality Tarantino film. Absolutely, the first yes. Yes. Uh, of the directed Tarantino films, and yes. so they you hear this like the police are coming, and you hear these guys that he did the deal with start shooting at the cops, and Vince Vaughn turns and he's like, "I'm I'm out of here," and then he hears the cops calling for backup that can't make it in time, and these guys have, like, submachine guns or something. Yeah. Like, they're, they're really, like, unloading on these police officers. So Vaughn yeah. turns around and goes and kills the guys that he was working with because he thinks it's not fair. He, well, he's saving the cops. He, yeah. He, he, uh, and I remember, I remember taking note earlier on in the movie that he had an American flag on, on his house. Yeah, and I and because I remember being like, "Huh, that's weird. That's interesting." Like I, I like he, this guy. At first, I see it seems like he's gonna be a a bad guy. You know, it seems like he's yeah, kinda, and yet he's got an American flag on his house. Like he he cares about the country. He's a patriot. Um, yeah, and then later you see that he does deeply care about law and order. Apparently, <laughs> like he he's, yeah. he saves these cops and then gets caught. Yeah, he doesn't want to hurt. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. He doesn't want anybody to get killed. Um, and here he goes and he saves these cops. Um, yeah. And the, the, the scene that follows that then, too, I was like, what is this movie? Because the cop comes in and he's like, sometimes I'm sitting across the table from a guy I think should be on the other side of it. A guy that I think could be in law enforcement if he had a different, if he had been dealt a different set of cards. Yeah. You well, that was, that was him trying to convince him to... To do the right thing, to tell him who his boss is. 
Well, he also knew that he saved those cops. Right. I mean, it's... And it's like yet, the dialogue in this movie, the dialogue in this movie is what's so great because Vince Vaughn's like, I'm not going to tell you. And mm-hmm. the cop is like, come on, you know, he's trying to work him. He's giving him the whole spiel about how he could have been a cop. And Vaughn is like, uh, I'll narrow it down for you. What's your name? And the cop tells him his name and he goes, it's not that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, the, like the, way, the way they do this like kind of dry humor in the movie is so fantastic as yeah. well. Yeah really dry really really dry uh and but then then he doesn't even he's he's got such a a moral code that he he won't sell out his friend well then he might also be trying to protect his wife and kid i'm, I'm assuming by yeah, by, by not selling out his boss um his, well his number one loyalty is obviously his baby that yeah his coming, oh my gosh his coming baby um yeah. So, what did you think? What did you think of? What did you think of Vince Vaughn in this? I thought he was fantastic. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I had a hard time getting into it because I'm, I have such a idea of Vince Vaughn just from all of the movies before, you know. Yeah. Like, like he has this certain kind of razzmatazz personality in his movies, yeah. and he's just the rapid fire, spitfire dialogue that he does right off the top of his head and everything. Yeah. And he's like a he's like a natural comedian type of dude. Yeah. And this is so far from that. Oh yeah, and uh, like with a little bit of like a southern accent as well, and kind mm-hmm. of the very specific kind of dialogue that S. Craig Zoller was writing for him. I I had a hard time adjusting to just accepting the character that Vince Vaughn was playing in it because my brain kept fighting <laughs> it. Based, I just <laughs> have seen too many Vince Vaughn movies, you know. I had no problem. I would okay. I, good. I, I like it. Drew me right in. I just saw the character. I didn't even think of Vince Vaughn. Like awesome, I, awesome. Because I I did get there, but it took yeah. me a while to get there. I mean, it was immediate for me. Like as soon as I saw his shaved head with the with the cross tattoo on the back of his head, I was like, "Who is this guy? Who is this guy?" <laughs> like I didn't even yeah. think of, about him as Vince Vaughn. I thought he did a fantastic job. Uh, and. Yeah, I, yeah, he did an amazing job, and I mean, like it, it goes all through, all the way through to the movie, where in a movie like this, where it's super kind of exploitation cinema e, and not in terms of the stylistic choices, but in terms of the content choices. Yeah, like when he gets to. There is no cell block 99 in any normal prison, you know? Yeah. Like, as soon as they unlock that in the final bit of the movie and put him into basically, like, a dungeon. Yeah. With an electric, like, jock strap. (laughs) Do do we want want to keep going through the plot to get there? Okay, okay, that's uh, fine, that's fine. uh, I mean, and everybody's so good in it. Like, Riley's good in it. Vince Vaughn's amazing in it. And Jennifer Carpenter, who plays his wife, she was uh, Dexter's sister in the show Dexter. Yeah. She she's great. Yeah. Everyone everyone's fantastic. I mean, it's not even. I don't even. I didn't even think about the acting. It was just. It was just characters. It was just, like, the movie just completely drew me into the world. I wasn't even thinking about yeah. the craft of acting when I was watching it. It was just like, it was just <laughs> good. Everything was done in such a realistic way. Yeah. Uh, so you want to get you want to get to the whole breakdown. What what really what really makes him uh, have to well, really mess up some people well what we haven't even gotten to like so far in the movie i'm still like everything's incredibly tense there's there's the violence of the the police shootout but it's and it's pretty amazingly done but it's not like incredibly brutal 
Like it's no, it's the, like, the shootout's not hyper violent at all. It's yeah. like it's like that the shootout is practically PG thirteen. Were they? Yeah, I mean they, they, there is the uh, the the fist fight that happens, which is done in a which seemed like a more realistic fist fight that I've than I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, all of the yeah. all of the all of yeah. the fights in well, this you know, movie but this feel the, way more realistic. But this is the first one. Uh, which yeah, which fist fight? The during the police shootout. Uh, I don't remember there being a fist fight during well, the police shootout. Oh, when, yeah, when he comes up on the guys. He comes up on the guys and he hits the guy with a gun, I think, and then, um, uh, and then they get into a little bit of a a fist fight. Um, sure. Sure. But but and, and it seemed very realistic, but it wasn't like incredibly violent it was it was just no but okay so then he goes to the jail and it's this long drawn out scene of him going into the jail seeing how the jail works and everything and at this point i was thinking this is like a stanley kubrick movie but with handheld camera (laughs) like it was like it was like because it's all wide he stanley kubrick does a lot of the wide slow scenes and especially the Go ahead. Even all those things, even all of those things moved at such a certain rate where, like, getting mm. off the bus, like, mm. every single thing tells you about the characters and the situation, and it all, you're seeing the whole process, but it, like, it, it doesn't feel as slow to me as you're making it sound. No, no, I'm not like, saying, I'm not saying slow in a bad way. I'm just saying it is, it is slow-paced. It's like, it com- compared to, compared to uh, any, most movies, uh, it's like... Uh, a lot of time between lines being delivered, um, scene like scenes of people entering or just walking without saying anything. Uh, or, but it's you. But you're constantly seeing the evolution of either a situation, a character, or a location. I'm not like, saying it's, it's meaningless. I'm just saying it's slow. <laughs> it's like I, it, I, it, I know, but like, and to, yeah. but to me, slow has a certain kind of meaning. Like when I hear about slow movies, I think people lingering too long like i hear things taking like the end of blade runner 2049 like i feel like you know like like it's mi- like for a movie to f- to, to feel slow mm-hmm. is to feel mismanaged to me like uh, well it, it, it I'm should just be saying engaging slow, though. i'm just time. saying slow i'm just talking about the pace i'm not saying anything about the management of the movie okay um i mean I, I, what 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 would be a better word for it i guess uh, um, I would call it uh, deliberate. Deliberate. Mm, yeah, I suppose, but that doesn't necessarily mean slow or, or like. Uh, no, uh, and that's uh, exactly why I didn't use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, yeah, like because because the movie never once felt slow to me. Like no, I mean even when he's but even I, when he's a even we, when nobody's talking, mm-hmm. like he's definitely working something out or working an angle or like we're finding out the next part of his story. Like it never felt like like there was a slow moment to me. But when you say when you say it never felt slow or it never felt like there was a slow moment, what you really mean is it never felt boring. It was never it was never boring. Yeah. Right? Um but I'm when I'm talking about slow I agree. I it was never boring for me either. I, I loved it. Uh, but but it was slow. It was, the pace was slow. All right, uh, just terminology. Just yeah, terminology. Yeah. Um, Stanley Kubrick, like uh, particularly um, uh, Clockwork Orange, when he enters the jail, it's like it's pretty similar. Like he has, they do a body cavity search. Uh, of yeah, yeah. The guy. Um, and and I was, so I was, I was, I, I bet he's inspired by Stanley Kubrick in some way. Uh, sure. <laughs> just the way he shoots, the way he paces things. Um, 
I just find him much more engaging than Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> well, it depends on the movie. I think there are some Stanley Kubrick movies I've. I thought. Did you see a Clockwork Orange? Yeah, yeah. Clockwork Orange was 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 good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty engaging. I mean, I don't actually like it as much as I used to. <laughs> now that well, now no, that I, I mean that's that's a movie that, built for like the eighteen-year-old. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Well, I, I watch it now, or I watch most of his movies, and I'm like, man, Stanley Kubrick must be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I watch them and I think I'd rather be watching something else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, I understand that like his frames are beautiful, but it's like that's now when you talk slow, I think his movies are slow. Oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah. At times boring. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, very quite boring. Um, I, well, I still love 2001, but this is, we're not talking about, well, we could talk about whatever we want, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so they, he gets to the jail. They they go through everything, and the way, it, the way that they go through, like they're walking down the hall. There's the long tracking shot, or back tracking, or handheld. It's that is a shot. really long shot, and yeah. I, I loved it. Like it was, yeah, cause, it just brings you into the jail. Everything. It's like they're going down this dark tunnel. They're going into a dungeon, and it feels terrible <laughs> and uh but it also feels like run of the mill like the guy who yeah. is accompanying him down that whole shot is just like rattling off like here's how you want to do yeah. your time in jail this is not a bad place to be there are much worse places to be yeah and he's and, and he kind of just rattles it off as he goes he's been in that jail for 28 years he was a mur- he was a murderer and it but it's all like matter of fact it's like i kind of like this guy even though he was a murderer yeah uh absolutely it, it like you see the everybody in this movie is a human yeah and uh, the jail, the guard, like, wants him to, he's giving him a hard time because he wants him to be a boxer. Yeah, join uh, the jail boxing team. Yeah. And that's kind of where, where I thought the movie was going to go. Uh, yeah, but nope. Nope, because Brawl is in the title. It's like, yeah, oh, he just wants gonna... to do his time. All Vince Vaughn wants to do is, like, quietly do his time. He thought he was going to be in for, what, four years, five years? And the judge yeah. ended up giving him seven. And he was very upset about that, but again, he contained all of his anger and just yeah. went and he's he's just going to quietly do his time so he can get out and spend his life with his wife and daughter. That's his whole plan. Yeah. And then something happens, though. Oh, that dear. Is, this that is, is not bad. Good. So this guy shows up who he does not know on the other side of sort of like a visitor, like a visiting hours type of situation, and they picks up the phone. Mm-hmm. And it's Udo Kier, who's been in a bunch of movies, and he's always the weirdest guy in the room. Uh, even in this movie, but he plays it like way restrained. What other uh, movies is he in? Oh my god, um, I I can't even think of like a single one right now. But he's always super bizarre. I think you made up his name. I don't even think you know who he is. No, Udo Kier. I'm, I'm for real. <laughs> like that's yeah. his name. He, yeah. Um, okay, I'm just gonna have to look him up now. Now that you challenged okay, me. Okay. Well, so he shows up. He's got a uh, a proposition. An offer that uh, less Vince proposition, Vaughn, more like <laughs> an offer that Vince Vaughn can't refuse. Absolutely. Um, and uh, basically, he's kidnapped his wife and his pregnant wife, and uh, they they are going to. He has an abortionist, and okay, mm-hmm. this is going to get a little disturbing, guys. Get, yeah, <laughs> get ready, get ready. Uh, they. Uh, they that claims that he can cut off the limbs of the unborn baby and then the baby will be born without limbs that uh, is that is the threat yeah and uh he 
and he says you need to kill a certain person who's over at Redleaf, a different jail. Um, in cell in cell block ninety nine. Yeah, Christopher Bridge is his name, and um, <laughs> uh, he's like, well, how do I get over there? And he said, well, you're gonna have to do something that would make them want to send you to a maximum security prison, basically. So, yeah. So before you get into that, real quick, Udo yeah. Kier was in uh, Melancholia and Blade and uh, Blade. Well, da- downsizing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And da- um and downsizing the new Matt Damon movie. But he's like, I didn't see. In, oh, go ahead. Lords of Salem, like Nymphomaniac Volume Two, like he's yeah. like Madonna erotica. Like the he's only just, one I've seen always, is is uh, Blade, but I don't remember. That was a long time he, ago. He always just plays a real creeper of a dude, and this time it's not. And he's been in a thousand things. Like I'm mm-hmm. looking at his filmography, and he was has he, 242 acting credits. Um, was he on SpongeBob? Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't doubt it? Wow. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, well, I didn't see Melancholia because I want to be happy, and yeah. uh, Lars von that's Trier. A common, yeah. That's a common theme in your movie going. Well, not necessarily. I mean. With Lars you like von this. Trier, <laughs> in, yeah, exactly, exactly. But in Lars von Trier, to, in cases like that, I feel like it's needlessly depressed, depressing. It's like, well, yeah. why do I have to? Why are you? This is just a movie you made to make people feel bad. That's it. That's the purpose. I don't get right. it. Um, right. So he uh, basically Vaughn has to get into the the other prison, mm-hmm. and he. Does it by beating the hell out of the guard who wanted him to be a boxer? Mm-hmm. He. This is the moment where, where the action takes a another goes to another level, uh, with the with the breaking of the arm. Yeah, like uh, it, it. It all feels very brawly. It all feels very kind of real. Everybody's just in there swinging fists. Oh and yeah. throwing throwing each other around. Again, I'm gonna use the word slow. It is a slower paced fight than most fights you fist fights you will see in a in a movie. It's that a, comparative thing I, I will agree with. It does feel very slow because it doesn't feel like choreographed martial arts fighting. You know, it feels like a yeah. couple of guys trying to hurt each other. Yeah, and it's not there's not very much cutting. It's like a lot of wide shots of of like a guy getting punched and then he like winds up and punches the guy back. Uh, and it feels like that's probably more like what a real fight would be like. Um, yeah. And then that doesn't quite work. They're just going to bring him to this, to like, oh, like, like a worse part of the same prison. And so he like beats down four guards at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that arm breaking though. Let's, yeah. uh, let's dwell on that a bit. Let's dwell on that a bit. <laughs> uh, we already talked about it a little, but like, that is like. It's kind of it's shot in a way that's kind of far away from the, the the camera, so so they can make it look real. Probably is why. Um, yeah. And uh, you just bend. It's just a straight bend off, break off of the arm, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's just bend until breaks, and then like bone and blood. Yeah, and it's all it's all ha- it just all happens right in front of you. <laughs> yep, it's practical. It's yeah. all practical. Uh, yeah. It's beautiful. I, I, that's, it's, it's a beautiful arm break. Yeah. It's really, really beautiful. I, they probably didn't really break the guy's arm, but I don't, I don't know how they did it because it looked very, very real. Uh, uh, and that was, that was, 
I was like, God, I hope things like that don't happen again soon. Let me give me a time. Give me time to uh, process that. Um, but yeah. I, I did expect things like that would happen later. But uh, yeah, so that happens. Then he beats down some other guards, and and you feel bad because the guy, the guard, was nice to him. The guard. That's, was, see, that's the thing. Well, the guard yeah. was kind of a dick to him at first. Yeah. And then after, after he was like, No, I'm not going to box. I'm not going to box for you. Like yeah. he just. And Vaughn was kind of being not the greatest inmate. Like, he didn't show up as soon as he was called. Like, everybody's supposed to line up at a certain time as soon as the cells open. Yeah. And Vaughn was a little late to it because his feet are bloody because they didn't have shoes big enough for him. Vaughn's huge. He's, <laughs> yeah. a huge. he's a huge, tall guy. Yeah. And his feet are all bloody, so it takes him longer to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And the guy threatens him again. But then, he, then he's like, hey, you know, I'm just trying to, you know... He just tries. He explains himself, and he's yeah. a, he's a nice guy to him then. Yeah. And then Vaughn has to break him off, like right before and it, Vaughn it, has to brutally hurt him. He becomes a nice guy. And the brilliant thing about this <laughs> is is that like the, when he goes to that jail, we just talked about the methodical setup of the jail, and uh, the slow pace of it, uh, yeah. of the setup of the jail and the explanation. And it's like, oh, they're setting up the jail because this is going to be like the rest of the movie. It's going to be a jail movie. Oh, we might box, and it's set up like a nor like other jail movies would be set up it's like all the, all the cast of characters are here oh we're gonna you know he's gonna oh he's kind of not doing it right he's gonna get punished and, <laughs> and, and 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 stuff like that starts happening so you let's you think it's gonna be another shawshank redemption or something and and then oh nope he has to he has to break this guy's arm and beat up a lot of people to go to a different jail that's it yep <laughs> and as soon as he as soon as he gets to that jail don johnson is the yeah terrible warden involved it's clearly everybody's been talking about this jail as the place you do not want to be yes so so it's like uh it's pulling the rug out from under you it's like this is and it makes it even more shocking that he's like he's gonna he's gonna beat the crap out of these cops because it's like they're nice they're nice cops they're just trying to be cops you know and he has to he has, but he to has no up. choice because yeah, his, that, his, his, his allegiance is to his daughter and i know wife. and that that makes it that makes his conflict more interesting because because it's true like you really feel the consequence of it because he has to beat up these these normal cops and <laughs> and it makes it more powerful that the reason he's doing it uh, yeah to, absolutely for his his daughter just really well done Jake it's really just really well really, done. really 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 well done and then mm-hmm. it's not long before he's in there where again he's like where I'm looking for Charles Bridge. And mm-hmm. he's just like in the in the yard where inmates like there's a bunch of bad dudes like lifting weights in one corner, mm-hmm. and he's talking to this one guy and he's like, I need to find Charles Bridge, and he's like, I'm, I've never heard of that. He's like, I've never heard of that guy. Yeah. Um, and he's yeah, like, they're... Where is he? And he's like, Cell Block ninety nine, and he's like, You don't want to go there. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's where that's where the 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 psychotics, the rapists, the like all the the worst people basically. The worst of the worst. And yeah. he's like how do, and and then so in order to get there he has to go beat up more inmates. <laughs> yeah. And then also played out very realistically. And then there's moments in that previous fight and in this one and then I think in later fights too, maybe in later fights where people get get hit by their people on their side. <laughs> like yeah. people, people accidentally hit each other when they're fighting. Absolutely. That's it's, so. It's like it's the the because it's all chaos. Because yeah. real fights are chaos, yeah. and that's how it feels 
in this movie. And so then Don Johnson's like, look, we gave you the terrible uh, cell with the toilet that doesn't flush. And it's mm-hmm. like all really disgusting. That's all really disgusting. Yeah. And oh, God. then he brings him down <laughs> to the dungeon. Like they open a bookcase yeah. to a hallway. And I'm and this is the part where I was like, Craig might not be able to follow this movie to this extent because now it's getting like real exploitation cinema <laughs> weird. Well, when why would you like, think I wouldn't like that? Like, the shock belts and stuff? Because I didn't know if, it, if they were taking it too far into well, like ridiculous territory yeah if i wouldn't have liked it if i would have thought that it's this is becoming cartoonish or something but right no no this felt like a progression of things getting worse and worse and worse and worse yeah like because this is like but this is like straight up exploitation cinema style like a secret dungeon in a prison where they wear shock belts to like shock your junk anytime you're and he's like and and the shocks are all really long like every time every time they issue a shock it goes on for like but it all it all felt good long time it all felt like logical to me in the movie it all felt like like, yeah they're gonna have stuff like that in in this in this place Uh, because these are these are they're dealing with crazy people and uh, and then they also make you really feel it. It's also still deliberately paced uh, in that in that like they they set up the the shock they when they when when, you, when they do the shocking, it's like uh, it's not like you see like electric volts or anything. It's just like yeah, no, you just no. hear the sound just... and it's like oh god, it's like you just see the pain on his face. It's still... Yeah, and the and the, the stiffness. Yeah, yeah, and it's like oh man, that that really sucks. the the other the and that's when the other shoe drops too he gets put in his cell which is the floor is covered in broken glass and they throw him in there Mm -hmm. and then he he's shouting to the other people every it's like this this is where all the bad people are so they all have their own basically like steel door like yeah like single cell situation and he's like i'm I'm looking for charles bridge (laughs) and they're like there ain't no charles bridge here and you're yeah. like, well, what the hell? Yeah. Now, now he's in the worst possible situation. Yeah, and now it's like, oh no, he he wasn't even supposed to go here, and he did all yeah. that. Yeah. And oh. then the guards come to him and they say, we got uh, you got a visitor. They lead him down the hall to a room where the the guy is in. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who organized the drug deal that went bad. The yeah. two guys that Vince Vaughn killed in the gunfight. Yeah, we kind of glossed. We kind of glossed over the um, the reasoning behind yeah. all this. Like they they uh, were they worked for him. Yeah. So so he worked. Vince Vaughn worked for Gil Riley from Buffy. Yeah. Um. And then, but this job that he did with these other guys, they're uh, Mexican, right? Yeah. Uh, Gil Riley is um, he's partnering with this Mexican guy. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Salazar or something? Elazar? I honestly, I, Elazar? I don't remember any names um, hardly ever in a movie. I don't yeah. even remember our name characters. I just call him his, Vince. Bradley. His name was Bradley. Uh, I only remember this because I was watching with subtitles. I think that's why, oh, I, sure. I, think that's why I remember. But, sure, sure. Um, uh, so he, they're teaming up because he's they're going to make more money, I guess. So he's like basically he's teaming up. With, that, that's why he went with these other dudes on this job. That went wrong. Yeah. That went wrong, and then he, then he's the reason that those, those guys get. Do they get killed or do they go to? The they d- do get killed. No, yeah, because he 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 kills them. Yeah, Vaughn oh, yeah. Vaughn shoots them. He kills them, but then Bradley Elazar, I believe it is, 
or Salazar, the, the boss of them, who's working with his boss, uh, goes to jail. Goes to yep. cell block 99. Which we did not know we until this moment. Yeah, and uh, he lost $3.2 million out of the deal because because the deal went wrong. And um, he's not happy about it. <laughs> nope. Nope. So basically, they've got him here with them, and they are going to just kind of take it out on him. Torture him. That's the whole reason they brought it. They got him to cell block 99. Was just to torture him. They're just going to torture him. That's basically. it. They're yeah. going to torture him, and then they're probably going to hurt his wife and baby, and that'll be how it is. Yeah. Uh, until he decides that he's not going to allow that to happen. And yes. this is just the most beautifully brutal yeah. fighting happens in the movie i've, but I've you know, never seen i've never yeah, seen anything like it oh it's oh man could you watch could you watch when he had his foot on that guy's face and he rubbed it against the cement for so long i, may, I think i did well i may have glanced <laughs> away from the tv a few times like you like, watch this guy's face get like scraped off on the cement as yeah Vince that's, Vaughn, like. that was ridiculous oh my god <laughs> oh my god um yeah. but but here's the thing. So yeah. this Vince Vaughn's like superhuman in his way. He's able to fight all these people. But it's totally believable because of... Uh, yeah, he's, but he's not... He's, because he's not superhuman. He's like... I mean, yeah. He, he's just... he's Well, he's very determined. And he's also yeah. really tough. Like, he's just a yeah. really tough dude. And it's Who been doesn't set up. seem to be able to feel much yeah. in the way of, of pain. And it's been set up through up until... Throughout the whole movie, it's been set up that he's a methodical guy who who's gonna do what he thinks is right no matter what no matter what yep. Yep. uh he's never gonna cave uh and and that's what he does and it, and, and then also the the horrible violence the like ridiculous like the guy's face being <laughs> scraped on the oh my god it didn't feel it, it 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 was it was violence it was gratuitous violence but it it felt it didn't feel like it was unnecessary to me no like, it, it felt it felt like victory to me um yeah, like well, every, well, every every felt, like him him working his way through the guys felt like this is like like he needs he needs to get to salazar he needs if that mm-hmm. is his name and he needs mm-hmm. to get uh udo kira on the phone and we just got to get to this moment where mm-hmm. they call it off whatever happens to vince vaughn they've got to call it off on the wife and daughter yeah and but it didn't but it also it felt like victory but it also felt like it didn't have to be that disgusting and terrible. But, yeah, it did. But it, but it did. <laughs> it did because, it, well, I mean, they're not glorifying the violence at all. It, it, no. It, this has got to be. This is going to be really hard. This is going to oh, be. Oh yeah. Uh, and and also hard on the audience for what to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it was potent. It was potent. Yeah. Jeez. And so then he does. He does get to. <laughs> Welcome to our full recap of Brawl of <laughs> Cell Block 99. Yeah. Yep. But we can he, remember this so well. I can remember this movie better than any movie, I think. Just because it's all. <laughs> it's, it's laid out so logically and, and methodically. It's good. It's real good. He gets to Salazar and he's like. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Because uh, Salazar got the phone and he can call Udo Kier. And he's like. Uh, I'm not going to call it off. No matter what you do to me, I'm not going to call it off. And Vince Vaughn's like, well, you might think that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then... Well, he breaks his leg, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And a breaks bear, his like, leg. He, the same way that he broke the guy's ar- other guy's arm, basically. Yeah, terribly. He breaks his leg terribly. And then yeah. Elzar's like, okay, I'm going to... I'll do it. Like, I'll call. Yeah. 
and he's like not yet drags him down because now don johnson and his task force of secure of like police of his um, um guards yeah Whatever. vince vaughn is behind a steel door so they can't shoot him and yeah. he's got his wife on the phone uh elazar has already been like take her to Gil, take her away. This he's got me. Just give her, give her back, give her back. And yeah. Vince Vaughn's hiding on the phone, waiting. And he's like, "I've got a call going." Don Johnson's like, "What's going on in there?" And yeah. Vince Vaughn's like, "I just got a call going. I'll give you, I'll <laughs> give myself up in a second. I yeah, just, yeah. I'm waiting for this thing to happen." Yeah. And uh, so Udo Kier and uh, the abortionist the doctor. Oh yeah, the abortionist take, doctor. Yeah. Take Jennifer Carpenter back to Riley from Buffy, and. Yeah. Uh, they drop her off, and immediately they they turn the car around and they leave. And immediately Riley from Buffy pulls out like an AK forty seven. <laughs> no, like just like a sniper rifle. Yeah, it's like a rifle. And and shoots Udo Kier in the head, and the car just crashes. Yeah. The abortionist doctor gets out. Jennifer Carpenter shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I like how they. I like, like that they gave her that moment. I like that. Absolutely. She's like, "Give me the gun." Yeah. And he's like, "All right." Yeah. And then she gets on the phone with Vince Vaughn, and this was so beautifully done. This was just so beautifully done. Yeah. Where she gets on the phone with Vince Vaughn, and, and he's like, is it taken care of? Are you okay? And she's like, yeah. Gail's like, it's taken care of. She's like, I'm okay. Baby's okay. Do you want to talk to her? Yeah. And Vaughn is like, yeah. And so she puts the phone down to her stomach, and he gives this tearful speech about how he loves her so much and every mm-hmm. everything he's done was for her and mm-hmm. all of this stuff and it was so beautifully performed i like i was like full-on tears sitting mm-hmm. on the couch by myself watching this exploitive prison movie <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't i wouldn't call it an exploitive prison i don't know what i would call it but anyway and he he doesn't even say to jennifer carpenter that he implies that it's not going to be easy, but he he never says that he's getting off the phone to get killed. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, and maybe he had hope that he wouldn't. <laughs> uh, I think he uh, knew better than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he goes in and he kills Elazar spectacularly. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, yeah. That's uh, they don't shy away from uh, from showing that stuff. Yeah. No, they do not. No, yeah. he head stomps his head off into the hole in the floor that is his toilet. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we, do we, we, we missed, uh, we, he, when he kills one of his men, he head stomps one of his men and like you see his like teeth come out. Yeah, that's, well, actually that's when he, when he was dragged across the concrete. Yeah, yeah, that's earlier. And, and but, then they flip him over and you see exactly how much con- the carnage the concrete caused and you see all his teeth and messed up. And no, everything. no, there's another, there's another shot. There's oh. the there's there's the one where he drags his fa- a guy's face with his foot basically. Yeah. But then there's one there's one where he just like stomps on a guy's head and like his two. It's a very quick shot. I see. But I it, I might have looked away for that because I can't <laughs> handle teeth stuff. I really yeah. teeth stuff is really hard. No, for me that to was deal with. that was to me maybe the most shocking. <laughs> I'm having a hard time talking right now just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So then he stop he head stomps Salazar. And uh, his head comes off, and then he puts his hands up and gets shot in the head. Cut yep. the credit. And it's Cut a very credits. practical. It's a yeah. very practical effect. You watch Vince Vaughn's uh, face get it, blown. It, into yeah, pieces. his skull. <laughs> See that that shot actually felt the seemed kind of fake. The most fake to me. Sure, uh, sure. I mean, it's I like the face. The face duplications are the hardest. Yeah. And maybe it's just because the the reaction. Like you would expect 
a different kind of because his head does blow apart you know yeah i don't know if that's how it would really happen i don't know i don't i've never seen it in real life but right uh, but it's not how it normally happens in movies Um, (laughs) yeah no no so uh, that that was the but again all practical so like at least they didn't do it digitally right um i'd rather have the practical head getting blown apart it didn't bother me uh but it's but very that's the quick, last thing you see. Last thing you see, and it's stuck in my mind, so it worked, whatever they tried to do. Uh, and yeah. uh, uh, and it cuts to credits. My one technical gripe with the entire movie is the oh, song, no. the credits song. That's it. Why? What was the credits song? It, it, I don't remember the song, but it was it, it felt it made it seem like a joke, the way that it cuts to the song at the end. Oh, uh, okay. Like, well, I mean, like, that's my, that might just be come, coming out of the 90s. They always had, like, really uh, happy songs on the credits of, of, like, messed up movies. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it wasn't... I'm sure it was probably intentional to, like... Uh, I, don't, I think it was intentional. It was, like, an intentional joke. It was intentionally, like... You just saw a bunch of gore. Ho ho! Like kind of. And did you and, notice that like all of the every time somebody was in a car and they were listening to the radio, it was like contemporary Christian music. Yeah. Like either country or rap, but it was all about like Christian values. Yeah. Like did, for every every character in the movie. I didn't realize every character. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Vince Vaughn's I was listening to it. Udo Kier driving Jennifer Carpenter back. They were listening to like <laughs> something about wow. jesus and uh, like it was it's uh, but it, it it's like that and the cross tattoo on the back of his head are like the only mention of religion in the movie like none of the characters mention anything about religion um yeah i don't like as far as like i think the director might be uh he might be religious he might be a patriot like uh bradley in the movie well, sure. Uh, um, but just th- cutting to that song, it was just a weird choice to me. It was weird. Sure. Uh, uh, all in all, I, I yeah. thought I thought this flick was just awesome. Oh, yeah. Loved it. Loved it. I would say it's what you want. It's what you want when you see a movie. You want to be engrossed in the story, and you want to be excited to see what happens next. And at times... Uh, feel like you went through a harrowing experience, a very, very difficult experience, <laughs> because then you feel like you've earned it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and so we didn't. Uh, we again another movie on which we agreed. Yeah, the only things we might not agree on is the word "slow" to describe. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> that's just in general, though. That's not necessarily. Like that's like that's just how you and I have. But have, that is an interesting discussion. That that led, this movie game. led to that interesting discussion. Fair um, game. Like what? How would you just like the word "slow" being negative or not? Or um, I usually determine that if somebody's using the word "slow" about a movie, I usually think of it as having a negative connotation. And so I'm, that's mm-hmm. me bringing my baggage to this conversation. <laughs> well, because I think I never most of the time, and I think when people say "slow." Uh, I think the the plebes, the people who don't talk about movies that often, <laughs> who are who are or just want to say quickly how they feel about a movie. Yeah. Uh, if you say slow to describe an entire movie, I think then yes, it's probably negative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but it's not. It doesn't have to be, Jake. It doesn't have to be. Well, and so now from yeah. now on, I know that. And when you use it 
moving forward, mm-hmm. I, I will ha- bring this new context to our conversations. Like when I say <laughs> when I say to someone, this movie is excruciatingly slow. I am not. I am not saying that that even the word excruciating i'm not even saying that that, correct, that it's that correct. it's bad i'm not even I'm saying so that that's bad the word excruciatingly if you use the qualifier no. ex, the excruciatingly that is absolutely no. a negative no absolutely. no 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 that's right. just a describer of no, how it, no. of how the movie makes you feel no, no, that no, could no. be intentional yeah, okay. that could be intentional on the filmmaker's part that so could be are like you, so are you saying like ex- excruciating intensely painful adjective well yes uh, when he drags his, the guy's face across the concrete, that was okay, excruciating. That, that was excruciating, but that wasn't a particularly slow moment. Mentally no, 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 agonizing. Now okay, we're talking about the word excruciating, though. I know, and I'm uh, looking at it right now. Dictionary.com. It, yeah. Intensely painful, yeah. mentally agonizing, very yes. embarrassing, awkward, or tedious. Yeah. Okay. The embarrassing, I don't think applies here very much, but <laughs> but or tedious. I think th- okay. Tedious. That that that's. To me, that's negative. That's negative to say. No, oh, yes. that's not, not, nece- not necessarily. Tedious? There are moments in movies. Craig. There are moments. Craig. There are moments in movies no. that you are. It's intentional for you to feel that way. No. Okay. It's but a, but like if they're but if they're feeling actually tedious, like like a movie mm-hmm. like Amore, that's bad. No. <laughs> See, yeah, Amore is excruciatingly slow, and it's a great movie. I love it. It's excruciatingly Lo- slow and it's painful to sit through no. because no, 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 you just no, would no. You, yeah, you're like, "Oh man, this filmmaker does not care about my time." No, no. This filmmaker <laughs> is is showing you the reality of what it would be like to have a dying wife. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Intentionally. So Well, sure. So saying like, so saying that it's something is excruciatingly slow, if I'm saying that I'm not even saying that I liked it or disliked it. I'm just saying what it I is. I cannot believe. You know? I just think that I think that's a miscarriage of justice because the mm-hmm. like excruciating is mm-hmm. such a specific word to describe a negative feeling, and you're using it as a qualifier for something potentially positive. I'm descri- I don't think it can be no, done. I don't think it can no, be done. I'm, yeah, I'm describing a negative feeling that the movie may have intentionally given me. Movies give you all sorts of feelings. They give you bad welcome, feelings. They give you good feelings. Welcome to Grammar Talk with Craig and Jake. Well, they Today did. we're going to talk about grammar. So when a character dies in a movie, you feel bad, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean the movie's bad. That's, no, yeah. I know. So that's what I'm saying. But so, if a movie as a whole is excruciatingly slow, that is a law, a painfully tedious experience. Anyway, uh, mm, I get your point. Yeah. I don't agree with it. I get your point. Uh, right. I don't agree with it. Okay. But we should, like, I, I feel like we're beating on a dead horse at this point. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right, fine. This, this, this conversation, <laughs> right. this right, conversation was excruciating and I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I felt very differently about this conversation. Okay. I had a great time. It was in no way excruciating. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so that is it for our thoughts on Brawl. Do, do you have any other things that you wanted to talk about the movie? Um, so, well, I guess I wanted to say, figure out other things we may have disagreed on, but like uh vince vaughn i we that's not a disagreement really but it just took you longer to get into vince Va- vaughn's character yeah i mean uh, he was doing the same thing the entire he was playing the character the whole time it's not yeah. like it's not like it took him a while to get into the character it took me a while to get rid of the idea of previous right. vince vaughn in my head to yeah. allow the character to take shape so i thought it felt a little stiff at first mm-hmm. but the character is 
a little stiff. That's yeah. like his, his his walk is a little stiff. Mm-hmm. His mannerisms are a little stiff. Even when he's like trying to reconcile with his wife, he mm-hmm. like lays out this plan. I'll start dealing drugs. We'll try having another baby, all this stuff. And he asks mm-hmm. her, Do, uh, can you abide? He says, yeah. can you abide? Like <laughs> yeah. that's a very stiff way of speaking. Yeah, it is. Um, and, but like, so that's the character. It just took me a second to mm-hmm. leave the world in which in which Vince Vaughn is who he is, yeah. and enter the world in which he is Bradley. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I think we both just loved it. Yeah, all in all, uh, all in all, we loved it, despite and... it being excruciatingly slow at times. Anyway, uh... <laughs> so we were discussing things about the podcast movie um, after the last episode, and we were thinking it'd be cool in between the bigger titles to do smaller, weirder titles like this. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of vary it up a little bit. And Brawl just came out uh, to Redbox and VOD like mm-hmm. just a few weeks, it, like not that long ago. It's It just popped up. Yeah. So definitely worth the attention if you can handle something a little more off the beaten path and very, 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 very violent. Yes. This is not a date movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it depends, depends on who you're dating. I suppose. But yeah. yeah, I suppose. Not a first date movie. <laughs> No. Um, and then we were thinking about, like, kind of moving forward, maybe next episode, Get Out? Maybe Get Out. Yeah, no, not, you're or, not telling me to leave. You're, we're talking about the movie Get Out. <laughs> maybe Get Out, Craig. Maybe Get Out. <laughs> All right. Okay, so next episode um, will be Just Jake. Uh, <laughs> and I was also thinking, um, I wasn't thinking this until just yesterday, but what if we do the new Cloverfield movie? I was thinking that, too, actually, because I, I, I started watching it. Cause it Did you? Uh, yeah, but I wa- then I, I, I had to go to, b- I had to, I go to bed. I had to go sure. to bed. But yeah, I, I could do that. But I would, I think I'd rather do Get Out first. All right, then let's but, let's talk about Get Out next time. But let's hey, no promises. We could change our minds by by then. Yeah, um, absolutely. We thought we were going to talk about Atomic Blonde, but then Brawl in uh, Cell Block ninety nine came out came around. Yeah, Atomic Blonde. Are we going to talk about that at some point? Oh, we I, we still could. I I enjoyed it. I hated it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there we talked See, about so it. maybe maybe that would be a good one to talk about could be how do we end these oh yeah i remember how we end these oh right yeah um go ahead so uh it was been a, it's been a pleasure talking with you jake you don't you don't have to ramp up to it you just go for it no it's been a pleasure talking to you jake it's been excruciating craig <laughs> oh and scene